And now, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. And here we go again. Welcome to the Consumer Quarterback Show, all about helping you understand your buying decisions, making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Almost a decade on here, year uh, here in Tampa Bay. Want to help you win in your buying decisions. Attorneys, CPAs, financial advisors, contractor, uh, tech experts, expert contributors here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Saver hotline number 813-917-1894. You used to call me on my cell phone. 813-917-1894. Call or text. And a big uh, heartfelt thank you to those who do, who reach out and support the show. We really appreciate you uh, reaching out to the hotline. 813-917-1894. ConsumerQB.com as well. We'll put you in touch with all of our expert contributors, attorneys, and all types of great folks that are our expert contributors on the program. Uh, we've got Nate Ginter in the house as well. He's going to be on coming up chief technology officer with Vine IT. Uh, we're going to talk about a recent statement by President Biden on our nation's cybersecurity. Uh, Apple blocks iTunes rentals for purchases on Android TV. And also Epic raises $36 million in 24 hours to aid Ukraine using Fortnite. So pretty cool topics. He always has some great content for us. Uh, we're going to have Fred Muth as well. Tampa screens and aluminum here on the program contractor tips what to do what to avoid what to look out for and fred muth longtime friend of the program tampa screens and aluminum coming up here on the consumer quarterback show all right we'll let you know about a hot listing that we've got here in tampa bay this one's 14121 7th street in dade city this is a restaurant that we've got uh right on the main street beautiful property this is the real estate the furniture all of the freezers, all of the cooking equipment included in the sale in Dade City at 14121 7th Street is a restaurant here that we've got. And you've got a one-bedroom, one-bath apartment upstairs, so you have on-site management uh, if you'd like. Established restaurant since 1990, downtown Dade City. Sale includes furniture and equipment. Perfect entrepreneurial investment right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. And you can see all of our listings at Platinum MVP Team. Dot kw.com this is god's country all right and give a quick shout out to replenish iv solutions say hello to Stephen and lisa gunnan over at replenish iv solutions uh, it's a safe and effective way to restore your body's crucial systems with these vitamins and minerals and nutrients enabling you to perform at optimal levels i love going in and getting uh, hooked up with a vitamin infusion drip right in my bloodstream and replenish iv solutions they'll come to you they'll come to your home or office and they have multiple bay area locations as well longtime friends of the consumer quarterback show replenish iv solutions make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you and we have Fred Muth making his debut. Uh, debut. He's been on the show uh, seven years now. De- debut. Let's, My let's, debut, right? Right. Yeah, debut. Where did that come from, host? I don't know. Brandon. It sounded good, though. I like it. Use yeah. it again. Sounded good, right? You've already been on the show hundreds of times over the years. Uh, so Fred Muth, Tampa Screens and Aluminum. Give us a little teaser of what you're going to talk about, my friend. Teaser would be um, 
homeowners beware if you decide to do foundation work on your own uh, for a screen room and then uh, there's no consideration for the setbacks for the screen enclosures. We've run into two or three of them in the past couple of weeks. So I'd love to talk about that just so people don't get in trouble. Yeah, setbacks. And, the, and the, we always talk about that uh, permitting process as well and maybe jump into the, some of the supply chain as well, supply chain issues. Uh, Nate, give us a little teaser what you want to talk about today, my friend. Sure. So uh, I'll talk a little bit about uh, what President Biden said when he addressed the nation on uh, cybersecurity and what you can do for your business. Um, some things that, that really affect Apple uh, users a lot, especially if you've got things like a, you know an Android TV or built-in apps on your TV that run on the Android system. And then, uh, you know, one of the, I think you call them feel-good stories about uh, how, you know, video games and children have helped, uh, you know, out in the war effort in Ukraine. Yeah, I love that. That's our feel-good story of the day. Then we'll, oh, we'll cool. have that we'll have that earmark for uh, the fourth segment. All right, well, let's go back to the phone lines here. Fred Muth, Tampa Screens and Aluminum. Yeah, let's jump right into that. When, when folks are planning, uh, they're, they're in that planning process, adding on a screen room, uh, a screened enclosure, a pool, uh, you know, screen enclosure over the pool or something to their backyard or lanai. Uh, there, there are some considerations that you have to take into play. For sure. Um, the consultation with the uh, contractor is very important. Even if they decide to pour the concrete on their own, which a lot of them will do that. They'll find a concrete man and come in and do it without a permit, unfortunately, but sometimes that happens. And then, like, for example, right now I have one in Pasco where it's a five-foot setback, and a man had a beautiful slab poured, and now he's two and a half feet from the lot line. So I can't I can't build to the edge of the slab. I have to set the entire screen room back uh, to two feet, uh, eight inches from the, from the edge of the slab to satisfy the five-foot setback. And I see this quite often in the city of Tampa, where the city of Tampa has uh, some unusual setback requirements for solid panel roofs or, or aluminum roofs. It's 20 foot from the rear lot line, unless it's a zero lot line community. And, and that's, you know, that could be a, a planned unit development or a condo community, for example. Right. Um, and uh, pool screen enclosures w- with a screen roof, uh, there's a five-foot requirement all the way around from the rear and, and the sides. And then, um, you know, it's complicated. We know because we've been doing it for years, but um, the, the, the side setback in the city is not five feet for a solid roof. It's seven feet if it's attached to the building, to the main building. And it's 10 feet if it's not attached to the main building. So there's all of these requirements. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go out to the job. The concrete's brand new, and, and it's it's into the setback. And, and it's, you know, we tell the homeowner the bad news that we have to come in here and reduce the size. And what am I going to do with the extra concrete on the outside? Well, you know, my suggestion is to plant some planted pots or something on there. But uh, uh, some people will come back. In some cases, the concrete contractors can come back, and, and they can saw that off. They can saw that extra couple of feet off just to make it a more pleasant room, even though the footer now is in the portion that they sawed off so that when they saw that off, they're going to have to underpin and put another footer in underneath. So it's more expensive. Yeah. And, and, and so they didn't save any money, uh, getting it done on their own. Right. And, and I, I'm a homeowner myself and I, I'm all about saving money when it's time to do work on the home, but, but you can't, you know, you can't be, what do I call it, penny wise, dollar fool, foolish, or, or did I say that backwards? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. You, you start <laughs> thinking about those, those, homeowners that save try to save time and money on certain things and they do it the wrong way and you know even disasters i remember hearing a few years back someone tried to do their own um pest control and they and they sprinkled the pellets underneath the home it was was a crawl space type home i think it might have been over in uh, seminole heights area and they they sprinkled the pellets underneath the home and then the rain came 
caused fumes to go through the floor and it killed people, killed oh, the family. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, oh, so just horrible. things like that. You know, like in, yeah. obviously we're talking about a screen room. It's not as not as uh, as a pointed uh, you know scenario as that what I just mentioned with the pest control. But you know, th- there's there's things to consider, and you, you got to look at that. Just why we set the show up, and we bring on all these great folks. Uh, so we got Fred Muth, Tampa Screens and Aluminum here. Uh, contractor tips and things to look at. Talk to me about supply chain as well. You know, we've noticed inflation, you know, inflation just going through the roof, gas prices now. And of course, you know, they're, they're blaming Putin. Like all of a sudden the gas has just went up in the last three weeks here. Yeah. But, but anyways, what do you, what do you think about the, the supply chain issues? Well, actually I'm hearing that there's less cargo ships sitting um, in, in, you know, in the Pacific ocean at this point. Uh, how many less? I don't know. So which tells me that uh, product is starting to move a little faster. And I'm seeing that in a lot of industry, not just the screen enclosure industry. I, I, we are actually able to receive uh, materials in a, somewhat of a shorter period of time than, uh, than, than, say, a month ago. So that tells me things are going in the right direction. I don't want to be, you know, over optimistic, um, but, you know, th- everything goes in waves, Brandon. Uh, I think we hit the hit the bottom of the tank, so to speak, with the way of how bad things could be as far as supplies. And now I think we're starting to pull up a little bit. So my my thoughts are we're going in a very good direction at this point. Again, if next time I'm on the show, I hope I can still make this statement. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I hope it's I hope it's moving in that right direction and correcting and, and uh what about labor side? You know, I, I and that's in our business. Uh, screen enclosure installers are a very, very unique breed. And, you know, they're not just your ordinary, average uh, framer. And um, these guys, when they, you know, I, I always made the statement: if there were fifteen hundred good installers uh, on the west coast of Florida ten years ago, there's fifteen hundred good installers today on the west coast of Florida. They're, they're few and far between, the good installers. Uh, mm-hmm. So they are going to obviously get the amount of money that they need to build the projects. And they realize that square footage prices of everything is escalating. Now, you see that in your business, your, uh, your uh, real estate home sale business. So as all of them numbers go up, uh, obviously the, the labor rate will continue to go up as well. And um, I don't want to throw a percentage out there, but I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to take a wild guess today, you know, in the middle towards the end of March. I say we're 10 percent higher on labor than we were by year's end in 2021. Yeah, that's that's what I'm seeing. So, um, you know, and again, that's that's going to continue, I think. Um People will move down here from the great Northeast. They sold their $900,000 home in New York that was 1,250 square feet. And they're, they're down here. They buy 2,800 square feet for 350000 And they are just so happy. You know, So they do have a little extra money to spend on the patios, the screen rooms, the pools, the pool enclosures. So in some cases, that 10% uh, rate I don't think applies um, to, to a negative factor in our business. And, and again, uh, if you, I don't know if you've ever seen these guys and how they work when they install these pool cages. Wow. They need to make the money that they make or more because it is not an easy proposition. You know, they're talking, in some cases they walk a two inch wide beam that's 12 feet in the air and and they're rolling the fabric in and and they're walking the beams and they're telling jokes. (laughs) It's just second nature to them. It's it's amazing. So, I mean, it is, it is an extremely talented Profession. Yeah, skilled worker for sure. We got Nate Ginter yeah. in the house. He wants to ask you a question. Yo, 
Yeah, Fred, uh, j- just a quick question regarding, you know, uh, obviously uh, freestanding versus, uh, you know, a screen that's that's attached or anchored to the house. Is there a significant cost difference there for a homeowner? Significant. Uh, okay. in, in some cases, the material cost uh, may be actually double because it's there's nothing supporting that cage except for the cage itself. Okay. And then, and then obviously, uh, when, when you build the cage, now a, a pool cage is designed to rock and roll in the wind, all right. But you have to n- know how to build it and engineer it so that it rock it rocks and rolls to a degree, and not significantly enough where things are going to start cutting loose on it. Um, so, so basically, to answer your question once again, yes, they are much more expensive um, for for that reason. Um, the, the the load requirements. The wind load requirements are different on freestanding versus cages attached to the rear of the home. So, so basically, attached to the rear of the home, uh, if it's a perfect rectangle cage, you know you got three sides exposed, whereas you don't have that with a, a freestanding. You you have perfect rectangle or perfect square with four sides exposed. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's take a quick break there. Fred, can you uh, hang over the break with us? We're going to come back more with Fred Muth here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Nate Ginter in the house coming up as well. Chief Technology Officer, Vine IT Cybersecurity uh, right here in Tampa Bay. And I want to talk about the Federal Reserve and how it is uh, licensed theft. I got a pretty cool clip I'm going to play uh, from an old school politician. Uh, You remember Ron Paul, Ron Paul. I got a great clip. I found a clip for him. I'm going to play that coming up here next on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Consumer QB.com. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rhymes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. Have you desired more income and more freedom in your life? Now is your time. Keller Williams Realty has just launched our own real estate school, and you can get licensed for free. I'm Brandon Rhymes, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And for the first three people who reach out, I will personally coach you. 813-917-1894. Call or text 813-917-1894. ConsumerQB.com. ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. 
And we're back. Brandon Rimes here. Consumer quarterback show powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Uh, we're one of the few, uh, only a thousand agents now that are certified through the sports and entertainment division at Keller Williams Realty. Also part of the commercial real estate division. So if you've got commercial properties, vacant land, residential properties you want to sell, we'd love to talk to you. We feature our real estate listings live on air, help our sellers profit more and sell faster, uh, utilizing our innovations with radio, TV, and internet marketing. Marketing and featuring your property on the Consumer Quarterback Show gets you on 80 outlets worldwide, Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV. Of course, we're streaming live, streaming live to YouTube, Facebook, Rumble, Twitter, and uh, other places as well. And, of course, we're on, on the weekends on 102.5 The Bone, 860 The Answer here daily. Uh, hot property here, 14626 Loredon Drive. This is a property that we've got in Seminole, Florida. This is a great opportunity to own real estate here at 14626 Loredon Drive here in Tampa Bay, a uh, beautiful property uh, that has a, uh, basically it's a, it's the cul-de-sac, it's a peninsula. Uh, you're overlooking the Gulf of Mexico there, the intercoastal waterways, 180 day, 80 degree views. Uh, you've got a heated pool, tennis courts, two bedrooms, three bath, 1,330 square feet, million dollar listing uh, right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. Lots of updates and upgrades uh, to talk about at our Loredon Drive property number 14 in Seminole. And you can see all of our real estate listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All I've got to love. Right, got a new sound clip there. Little uh, Kenny Chesney, Ziggy Marley. All right, so uh, we got Fred Muth on the line, uh, Nate Genter in the house, and we're talking with Tampa Screens and Aluminum as well as Chief Technology Officer Vine IT uh, here on the show. All right, so before the break, I teased, you know, you got to you know Rand Paul, you know Ron Paul. Uh, here's his take on the Federal Reserve. To me, the Federal Reserve is just license theft. It's a, it's a counterfeiter. Well, why, why would we go out and say, you know, what we want is a system of money which is counterfeiting. So there's 22 criminal groups out there. They counterfeit money all the time. You go and you pick the best one, the most efficient one of uh, counterfeiting money and fooling the people and lying to the people. And you finally pick them and say, you're the chief counterfeiter. So we ended up with the chief counterfeiter and it was established in 1913. And it was designed for the purpose of bailing out banks and having perpetual growth of government and deceiving the people. It was it was meant uh, to be able to pay for welfare, warfare, and all the militarism that we have. And they would always be smart enough to put on restraints. So right now we're having a little problem like that. And they say, oh, we're solving our problem. We just raised raised interest rates uh, uh, 0.25%, and that's going to solve the problem. Yeah, you know, it's really frustrating. You know, you, you see this going on time after time, bailout after bailout, dollars being spent. A lot of the Ukraine money, the big money uh, that was just uh, talked about last week, uh, and a lot of that money that went overseas, it, some of the pork and some of the stuff that's in there is just flat out junk. It's, 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 um, you know, some of the, the language I was listening to another episode of this show, and uh, he was talking about how the money was going to go to uh, counter uh, terrorism and, and uh, anti. Uh, fake news or anti, uh, essentially, basically, whoever they deem to be the enemy, they're going to come after them. And there was like $21 billion, million dollars in there for that. Uh, but you, you think about the printing of the money, and, and there's an old throwback for you there. Ron Paul, you know, somebody that's kind of a strict constitutionalist, libertarian type person talking about license theft, the Federal Reserve. So printing money, causing a lot of ripple effects throughout the economy, Fred. Uh, your opinion on that, your thoughts on that? 
well, let's just say that the subject matter fits his voice very well. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It really does. I, I, um, I'm a little nervous about what I see, you know, with with the printing way too much money and not being able to back it there, you know, in the inflation issues. I, I think that's uh, sort of a subject that I could go on for for two hours. I don't think we have that much time here. But, you know, everything that I w- would say to you regarding that is just speculation on my part. And, and I don't I don't have a solid opinion other than it's a frightening situation what's going on, because at some point the bubble has to burst. And uh, I don't think we're going to see that, but it can happen. I mean, that's about where I got to leave that one. How about yourself? Would you can you comment on that? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you there. You know, it's 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 uh, you know, the, the effect though that what, what really frustrates me is the you know the middle income earners. It's constant. The the low to middle income earners are the ones that are getting robbed. The 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 elites, the politicians, their cronies, their kickback buddies, and, and that's the other thing with this money that just we just you know, voted and there was bipartisan support. Some of the typical uh, rhino type Republicans voted for it. A lot of that money that was supposed to go overseas. Yes, it does go overseas. But what happens is it ends up coming back. So they're taking our taxpayer dollar, mostly the the middle income earners that are that are paying that, that you know majority of the taxes. It's going overseas. It's going to their their slush funds, their kickbacks, their cronies, and they're putting it in the name of Ukraine, of course. Uh, but anyways, it's an attack on the middle class. It's a, it's theft. It's counterfeiting. And, you know, they'd say, oh, well, we're going to raise the rates by a quarter. You know, it, it's just a game that they're playing. And it's the elites versus the, you know, the the muscular class, the people that actually go out and work for a living, that file tax returns. Right. That, by the way, they just spent a lot of that money, 85,000 new IRS agents to come and take your money. Um, Nate, you comment on that? Yeah. So, so the, the real devil in the details with the Federal Reserve isn't even necessarily that it's private and they don't ever get audited, which is insane that the number one financial institution in our country hasn't been audited in a hundred years. Right. But uh, fractional reserve lending is basically the, the, the simple concept is if I have a dollar, I can lend you 10. So that, that that's, you know, how mortgages work and, and, and things of these nature. But the, the, the reason you want to talk about inflation, what the federal reserve does is with a purported dollar, they lend uh, that, that, uh, that $10 to a bank that then lends out $100 in the private sector. Yeah. So for $1 of actual backed money, supposedly, we may, we think so. The reserve requirement is yeah. super low. Yeah, there, there's there's $100 of supposed wealth being created. And if you were a guy holding a dollar back before they printed 100 of it, well, your dollar is now worth slightly less. That's what inflation is. So it's not a mystery how it happens. And when you hear of a housing boom, there's all this money being created by mortgages that are that are out there in the wild. And those things, they don't have immediate impacts. You're not going to see, you know, if you have a, a big year in real estate, you know, one year isn't going to, you know, necessarily drive up inflation rates, but sustained, yeah. you know, real estate booms do create that. And and, and a lot in, in a lot of other sectors, real estate is just one of the ways, you know, that there's multi-year loans being created from these things. Yep. And, you know, there's all these weird other devices where, let's say somebody defaults on a mortgage. Well, now the bank writes off the full value of the loan, which, by the way, that money never existed. So right. how can they be writing off something? that never existed, you would think, you know, you write off the immediate loss that you took for lending the money, right. but no, they write off the entire value of things. And it's, it's, it's those sorts of, you know, very high concept, you know, you're not taught this in high school, right? These aren't topics that we cover in, you know, a, a civics math class yep. um, that, you know, really 
aren't even complicated. You know, a half an hour at a seminar would be enough to teach you about how most of that stuff works. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, we're about, about out of time for this segment. I wanted to go back to Fred. Fred, uh, final thought for you, and how can folks connect with you? Best way to connect, uh, in my opinion, is still the, the telephone, 813-960-7064. They, they can always review, or, or I'm sorry, request an estimate uh, on our website, t- t- uh, tampascreensandaluminum.com. Um, and then my final thoughts are, uh, and I've mentioned this many times, ask as many questions as you can as a homeowner going into a project because the questions are best asked before the, before the project is completed and there's no surprises on the back end. Right on. Absolutely. Good stuff. Hey, Fred, thanks so much. Say hello to the team for us. Appreciate you calling in. You got it. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Coming up, Nate Ginter, Chief Technology Officer of Vine IT. We're going to dive into a statement by President Biden on our national security and cybersecurity that is out of the White House. Coming up here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Chris Boss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rives. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Consumer Quarterback Show powered by the Platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty. Have you ever thought about getting your real estate license? Uh, Well, that's something cool that our company has innovated with. Yet again, a very innovative company, Keller Williams uh, Real Estate. Uh, school now is available. It's powered by Kaplan and you can get your license. A lot of folks I'm talking to say, yeah, this would be a cool little side hustle for me, something to do on the side. Uh, you know, maybe I'm a remodeling contractor and I'm into people's houses and talking to them about it. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's essentially, it's an online course. It's free. Uh, you take a free online ca- course powered by Kaplan, Keller Williams Real Estate School, and then you get your fingerprints and get your testing done. And then you might turn into a referral agent. Maybe you're just saying, hey, here's a phone number and a name. Make a 25% referral on that. But it's a great opportunity uh, to kind of get into the real estate space. And a lot of people are always watching HDTV and thinking, man, I could do that. I would be a realtor. I'd be a good realtor, right? So uh, think about that. Reach out to the show. We'd love to talk to you if you have any interest in that. 813-917-1894, consumerqb.com, 813-917-1894, Consumer qb.com okay quick listing here for this segment uh, 820 pinellas avenue in tarpon springs we've got a cute little residential home available but it's also a commercial property area so this could easily be looked at as a commercial property 820 pinellas avenue tarpon springs uh, two bedroom two bath property and it looks great on the inside beautiful property here in tampa bay you've got a laundry room as well quarter acre downtown so you got the walkability uh, to walk to the restaurants over by the sponge docks and the the main strip there tarpon avenue and uh, the sponge docks restaurants and businesses so great opportunity corner lot 820 north pinellas avenue in tarpon springs and you can see all of our real estate listings at platinum mvp team.kw.com 
All right, we got our friend Nate Ginter in the house here, Chief Technology Officer at Vine IT, vineit.com. And yeah, I love how you tee up these these great stories. So we got a statement by the President Biden uh, on our nation's uh, nation cybersecurity. And I always kind of say an asterisk there, illegitimate, in my opinion, president. But anyways, <laughs> go ahead. Statement by it's, President it's Mar- Biden. Mark McGuire with the home run record. I got you. There yeah. you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so President Biden came out and, and, and released a statement from the White House, um, basically, you know, touting some of the uh, new cybersecurity standards that they've released uh, in the last year. Those mainly relate to military contractors. But the, the, the tone of it was definitely like, hey, if you haven't taking care of security already, you really need to start thinking about it and, and beefing that up, uh, even, you know, small businesses across the U.S. So, you know, a lot of people don't even know where to start when it comes to these sorts of things. And, right. you know, I, I say, you know, if, if you're out there and you're in financial services, if you're in real estate, if you're uh, in, in any sort of medical field and, and you're worried about it, you, you should be. But no, you know, there's a lot of resources out there. You know, my company, many, many other ones, you want to start with an assessment. So, you know, have somebody come in, the trained security professional, come in and just tell you where the holes are. So, you, you know, you know, if, there, if there's improvements that can be made. And one of the things that, that a good assessor is going to do is not just hand you a list of problems, but, hey, here's some potential fixes for you, some potential products that are out there that you can take to, you know, whether it's an IT company or, or hire a, a consultant to come in and implement for you. And most of the time when I go into, you know, smaller businesses, these are, you know, places with under 50 employee counts. It's not a ton of hardware that you're really looking at these days. It's process improvements, making sure that, you know, your resources have multi-factor authentication in front of them, making sure that you're using an antivirus that you don't just install and wonder if it's working, something that's reporting back to you, and, and you know, putting uh, employee exit procedures in place and making sure that those are checked and verified and you've got a good yearly report being put up to, to senior management. So a, a lot of it is more process-oriented, even than a specific technology uh, so, you know, you'd be surprised at how cheap it is just to know that you're secure rather than think you're secure. Right. Absolutely. You look at all these different phishing schemes and, mm-hmm. you know, the hacking, they come in, they take over your computer. Multi-factor authentication is great. I love how I can set that up easily now on, on different, mm-hmm. uh, social medias or, or, you know, I think I just bought a, I bought a TV over the weekend, got a new big screen and there was, you know, super easy, sends you the text. Okay. That's my device. Mm-hmm. That seems like a really good way to get uh, secure. It, it is, and actually, especially with TV setups and all these new gadgets and gizmos, home security, a lot of them are doing things where you know you're just visiting a web link and then you know matching up codes. That, exactly. Uh, so, so they just link right together. Really cool stuff. So, um, you know, it's it's not just about security. Some of it actually is, makes it even more convenient for you. Yeah. So it's interesting. So our nation is potentially going to be under attack in a lot of different ways. And it's interesting to see how this Ukraine thing has brought a lot of this to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Right. So you've got right now you've got kind of like the the rhino Republican part of the, the Republican side, the right wanting to go to war, wanting to get this this spending machine going again, this military complex. And even some of the Democratic Party, of course, that's involved with that as well. You know, they align there, the kind of the uniparty. And then you've got a little bit more of the MAGA people saying, hey, no, 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 let's make America great. Let's worry about our southern border. Let's worry about infrastructure, right. security. You know, let's protect the house, right? Kind of like that, what was it, Under Armour? Protect this house, right? Yeah. Well, what we we haven't been in wars with nuclear powers, so the, there there is an added concern. Uh, you know, it's one thing if you take over a military depot in Iraq, and now you're responsible for making sure you secure guns and anti tank shells and things like that. Um, when you're responsible for now, let's say you take an area that has a nuclear silo, 
Right. Well, now you've got responsibility for protecting that, not just against, you know, the, the army that you just beat, yeah. but against, you know, local criminals. And, and bioweapons, you know, just like yeah. they were talking about in, in uh, I forgot who it was, Tulsi Gabbard or one of them coming out about the bioweapons talk yeah. in, in uh, Ukraine. And then, of course, Romney jumps in and calls her a uh, um, a traitor. Because yeah, she, she was talking, she was just simply bringing up the yeah. fact that there might be bioweapons that we should secure. A combat wounded veteran, mind you. Yeah, you know, like you know, this lady yeah. was shot down, and I believe a Blackhawk. Yeah, you know, it's like, come on. And then know, Rhino like, Romney comes in and says, "Oh, this lady must be a traitor." She he does some kind of a tweet about it. Yeah, and I I honestly think that people's thumbs are a lot dumber than they are, and yeah. you know, I I think that if you gave him twenty four hours to sit and look at that, right. he would tweet something different. But his blood was up, and <laughs> he, you know, yeah. I, 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 I don't always attribute malice to where uh, the swiftness of the communication and the the ease of thought to millions of people yeah. uh, is now, uh, you know, I, I, I personally, I don't use Twitter for that very reason. Yep. There's been too many times when I'm sitting around going, this is so and so. <laughs> like, you know, I, I'd have a, a, a million bad things out there because, yeah. you know, your, your first thought is often right, but it's also often wrong, especially when it comes to an emotional issue. Yeah. You got to take a, take a minute and relax on that and think about it from a the- quick email etiquette thing re- regarding that. I, anytime I have a tough email to send to somebody yep. when I'm ready to do it, I have an automatic five minute delay on my emails that go out because right. how many times have you sent something? And then as soon as you hit it, you were like, Oh boy, I yeah. didn't really mean it that badly. Yeah. And you know, you wish you could pull it back. So, yeah. um, I, I, I have a five minute timer on everything I send out. Yeah. And then, and then you also look at it from a perspective of, uh, you know, especially if you, you know, if you can say two nice things, put mm-hmm. that, put that, one thing that's a little bit negative in the middle and then end with a nice thing, right? Kind of I, sandwich I, it in there. You, and, and you always want to try wherever possible to end with a solution to the problem, yes. even if it's something that the other person needs to do. Exactly. You know, say, hey, here's here's my thoughts on this and let them come back with, you know, it just says, says, hey, I'm trying to bridge the gap between the two of us. And I think in our, our political system, we're, we're seeing less and less of that. Um, you know, but again, people used to shoot each other on the floor of the house. So, right. you know, people were like, well, back in the good old days, I'm like, you mean when the dude got beat into a wheelchair with a cane on <laughs> yeah, the yeah. floor of the house? Like I think this, I remember that In the one. 1800s? Yes. Yeah, there was, there was, there was duels and open shootings and things. I'm like, it was always contentious. Let's not get our Exactly. <laughs> that's right. We're talking with Nate Ginter here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, Chief Technology Officer at Vine IT. Another great example of a local area business right here in Tampa Bay and supporting the show, supporting these local area business owners uh, really helps the, the the whole family here, the Salem Media family, everybody involved uh, with the program. The Consumer Quarterback Show helps us to put on events and do things that we do as well. Uh, reach out to the show hotline, 813 Seven eighteen ninety four. You can call or text that hotline. Uh, we'll put you in touch with Nate, uh, Nate Ginter, and his team. Eight one three nine one seven eighteen ninety four. And moving on to our next uh, segment here, or next episode of, of the uh, content. Apple blocks iTunes rentals and purchases on Android TV. Uh, AndroidPolice.com. So, so for a long time, uh, you know, as we all probably can imagine. Uh, whether you're in the Android App Store or the Apple App Store, when they sell something, they take a percentage of that. And even if it's a purchase inside of the app, they get a percentage of that. Well, for a long time, Apple and Android had kind of a mutual non-aggression pact where they said, hey, you know, if somebody's running the Apple iTunes app on your Android or trying to cast that to a TV or, you know, you have a smart TV that's running Android, we're, we're just going to let those fees go. Well, that deal has expired, and Apple has kind of fired the first shot and said that if you are using Android TV, which uh, when I say Android TV, you know, if you have a smart TV and you're 
pulling up the applications on it, most of those are Android TV based. Right. So what does that mean for you? Well, you can watch anything that you've already purchased. And, you know, if you have a subscription to it, all the free shows you're allowed to watch. But the the ability to, say, like rent a new movie that just came out on a lot of TVs will be disabled. Uh, So you would have to go to a computer and basically rent that. Uh, I kind of think they're going to pull this back. It it seems almost counterproductive because there's very few TVs that ship that are native Apple TVs. I've never seen one. Doesn't mean they don't exist. But uh, usually if somebody's using Apple TV outside of the application, they've got that little box. Right. That's what happened with ours that we just bought. It's got yeah. all the little icons. It's still yep. confusing. I can't figure out how to get Spectrum on there. Right. You know, it's like I need to call Vine IT, man, <laughs> to come help my computer set or my new screen TV. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, so, so it's funny. I, I think that that level of complication is only going to hurt the revenue. Um, you know, there, there's you know, anytime you, you talk, like if you talk to anybody who's online shopping, yeah, every click away from the product is like a 30% drop-off on somebody just going, ah, forget about right, it. Right, the, the heat know. map. I've seen yeah. those heat maps where that's where the mouse goes. Yep, and, and it's 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 wild. And the analytics they have, you know, especially in online shopping today, are beyond bizarre. Yeah. Down to, down to color schemes and everything else that, you know, are different stages is wild stuff. But, yeah, so just know if you all of a sudden can't rent something on, you know, when, you're, when you think you're on iTunes, it's probably to do with the platform you're using. So if you want a seamless experience on televisions, you really want to go get yourself an actual Apple TV rather than trying to use the Apple TV application. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Same, similar with my home. I've got, you know, Google home set up to play the speakers. Mm -hmm. And, but then of course you can't use, um, you can't use Apple TV or Apple music with Google home Mm because they don't play well together. Right. Right. So then you'd have to get like your Spotify or, or, Mm -hmm. um, I got Sirius XM because I listened to that in my, my Mercedes, my SUV. Mm -hmm. Uh, So anyways, yeah. So so it's funny how these big tech companies sometimes don't want to play with each other. And the consumer ends up having to go around. It just creates a lot of unnecessary haggling. But I mean, that is the American way. You know, there's you you, you don't you don't install Mazda parts in a Mercedes. Yeah, it's you know, capitalism, that's, right? It, it is what it is. But uh, you know, every now and then it just it hurts our, our sense of convenience entitlement. There you go. That's days. it. There we go. Let's break it down. We're playing music on speakers, right. and we're complaining about an app that we okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not dodging a missile here in the Ukraine. You know, I'm I'm, right. I'm just trying to watch Bosch. That's right. Yeah, exactly. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got more with Nate Ginter here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, We're going to come into our feel-good story of the day. Uh, Epic raises $36 million in 24 hours to aid Ukraine uh, using Fortnite. Coming up right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rimes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, 
online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. All right, we're back. Here we go. Brandon Rimes, Consumer Quarterback Show in studio. We got Nate Ginter uh, in the house, Chief Technology Vine, Vine IT, and uh, wanted to jump into our feel-good story of the day here. Uh, we're going to tell you something good here. Tell me something good. All right, so Epic raises $36 million in 24 hours to aid Ukraine using Fortnite. And, um, Nate, I'll let you take it away on that. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, as some of you may know, uh, there's a game out there called Fortnite uh, where, you know, kids and adults alike uh, battle it out in the fun, you know, cartoon-like arena. And it's become one of the most popular video games of all time. And they sell little battle passes and outfits for all the characters and things. And in 24 hours... They actually raised $36 million. Uh, wow. I think it's going to cap out uh, to, to uh, over $100 million by the time they're done. Um, but that it's all supposedly going to, uh, you know, Ukraine, Ukraine aid, not the direct war effort, um, but, you know, aiding civilians in, in crisis, which, uh, you know, if you're seeing the, the numbers for refugees and things like that, boy, do those, those people really need some help. So just a cool example of how, you know, the, the, some of the technology we always talk about, you know, oh, it's going to rot kids' brains and all these things I've been hearing. I've been a gamer my right. whole life. And I'm like, yeah, well, how much did uh, Gunsmoke ever give to to help uh, refugees? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Some of the old movies, the old Western or TV shows. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, that's great. That's a good story there. Uh, I wanted to just touch on something, um, not technology topic mm-hmm. here, but just something happened uh, locally here in Tampa Bay. It looks like sure. uh, we've got a $35 million uh Bill, it was added to the bill of a $112 million bill uh, that budget lawmakers were looking at. I've got to find out if that's passed or not. But $35 million for a sports training and youth tournament complex that could potentially uh, be used to bring the Rays to Pasco County for spring training. So this was an interesting story. So it's out of Odessa, Florida. Odessa is one of the fastest growing areas in the state. Uh, and uh, it looks like it's it could potentially be coming. I, I got to double check to see if that budget got approved on Monday. But a new sports complex will be built between Starkey Ranch and Austria on State Road 54. Uh, Pasco County has been working to build its sports tourism market for several years. And uh, it seems like a pretty cool thing that, that could potentially happen here in Pasco County. I mean, it's all, I live in St. Pete, so, you know, I, I would say that there, there's a, a little a little bias there. But uh, to me, the big problem with, with St. Pete, as opposed to most other cities, uh, when it comes to sports uh, fanaticism, we'll say, uh, is getting people over the bridges. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it's fine if you're coming from, you know, Clearwater or, you know, Delmar or something like that. But, boy, if you're trying to get there from Tampa or from Sarasota, you know, you got some lines and things to wade through, and I think people just don't want to deal with the hassle uh, a lot of the time. So I would be I would be interested to see if they have the population center because let's face it, the majority of people are going to come from within twenty to thirty minutes yeah. for baseball that are going to come regularly. Um, right. Sure, you have people flying in and things like that, but that's a that, that's a lot less of your demographic. You want a good place with a huge population center. That's why New yeah. York has two teams. Because they can support that with the the, the people that live locally, right? Uh, I I I would be interested to know is Odessa that populous? Well, this this is just for a basket. This is for more for like a sports training and youth tournament oh, complex. Oh, okay, gotcha. And they were saying that the Rays might go there for like spring training, not to relocate oh, the Rays okay. there. Yeah, but a thirty five gotcha. million dollar fund for the Pasco could help new uh, new youth sports complex between Starkey Ranch and Austria uh, be 
could potentially use for Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, spring training businesses in the area say development in recent years has flooded the area with new homes and a sports complex that attracts national attention will fuel even more growth. So there you go. I would imagine you got so. The, you got the pros and the cons, right? That you know, that some people are saying, "Hey, we're growing too fast. We don't want this." And then other people are, you know, just like the lagoons up there. You know, right. so you got the lagoons. That's a cool attraction, and it's mm-hmm. something to maybe keep them from driving to the beaches and. Uh, and they've got a lot of uh, like orange groves, and there's a lot, a lot of or like uh, rural agriculture right up there, up there too. And, well, should I say industrial agriculture? Yeah, um, that, that's up there. So I mean, there's jobs to be had, and um, you know, it sounds it sounds like a great growth plan. For well, me. that's the key. I, I've got 30 acres that uh, I've got listed up there on uh, New York Avenue, 9221 New York Avenue, uh, which is a great opportunity for uh, builders and developers. But uh, yeah, so 9221 New York Avenue is a property that I've got listed. Uh, up there and and the uh the idea of when i talked to uh the county commission uh they mentioned like okay this is industrial zoned mm-hmm. so to take this to a single family townhome type community uh, on one hand makes sense because you're going to improve the tax base etc people have to live somewhere but mm-hmm. if it's industrial zoned they want to keep that more of a job center mm-hmm. in, you know producing jobs producing uh, you know that's what they're looking for and i think this will help do that a lot the article goes on to say uh, how uh, let's see here advent health center ice facility to tiger woods pop stroke golf complex under construction right now the sports facilities that could bring nationwide attention to an area that used to primarily be farms and woodlands mm-hmm. uh and, and florida state senator denny danny burgess uh proposed the item the budget item there will be a sports and youth tournaments and national attention and so yeah i think it's a pretty cool thing i mean you got you got a lot of that it's so popular i know a lot of my uh, friends and nephews, nieces, et cetera, playing softball all across the state, sure. baseball, different tournaments, and they're traveling in a lot. So I think that's a huge uh, industry, and it could be a big shot in the arm for tourism here. Well, and especially something like that, the sports team, because, you know, like the Tiger Woods, you know, uh, pop, pop golf is awesome. So seeing all that come together and coalesce, you know, you know, may, maybe that some people want to make that a vacation home. So they start looking at, you know, things like that to, to be there during the summer for kids camps and and that sort of thing. It could be uh, kind of their niche in the in the wilderness there. Yeah, I think so. I think so. A lot of people are thinking about that for Pasco County. And, uh, you know, a lot of folks are looking at, we talked earlier uh, in the show, uh, yesterday's show actually, about uh, people that are saying, hey, I want to sell my home, I, but, I, but I start looking at it. Where am I going to go? Right. right. So I think to look at those Pasco, that Hernando, those northern mm-hmm. county, even up to Citrus and some of those other counties uh, for folks that don't have to be at a certain location. Right. And this is another good topic for you. Uh, with your uh, Vine IT Chief Technology Officer, Vine IT, mm-hmm. uh, Nate Genter here on the show. Uh, I'm, I'm your host, Brandon Rhymes. is more and more people, and I'm seeing more and more articles about the work-from-home type scenario. Sure. So if they can sell a Clearwater home, St. Pete home, Tampa home, and move to Pasco, uh, Hernando, Citrus counties, and work from home, they're going to be able to get a lot more bang for their buck, spend less dollar per square foot. Less dollar per square foot. And the other thing that nobody talks about is uh, some people don't want to be in the middle of a landmass of a million people. You mm-hmm. know, some people, you know, you, you want to be in a neighborhood, you want to be in a city, but you don't necessarily want to be in a huge, you know, booming skyscrapers going up everywhere, right. urban metropolis. And, yeah. Uh, and, and they want that kind of combination of country living with a suburban lifestyle. And, you know, places like that, I think, are going to be springing up all all over where you wouldn't expect them right now. And just think if we did go to, to some type of a World War Three type of scenario, 
McDill Air Force Base is a big target. Right. Well, absolutely. So people are saying, hey, get me 100 miles away from that. Get me 200 miles away from that. I, I, I think that they're going to be trying to hit a lot of things up where I'm from, uh, up in the Northeast, uh, a little bit before before they come. But, you, you know, you never know. Yeah. And Southern Command. Yeah. Southern it's, Command right there. It's scary thought. Yeah. So, um, Nate, final thoughts here. We're coming into our last mm-hmm. minute or so. Sure. Um, you know, there's a lot of topics we could talk about. We, you know, you and I have always talked about, um, you know, transhumanism. We've talked mm-hmm. about the Facebook metaverse and cryptocurrencies. Uh, pick a topic and, and let's, let's well, chat a little bit. Pr- probably uh, much to much to your agreement. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. Facebook stock's taken quite a tumble since uh, really? all the, the metaverse chatter has come up. Because uh, if you're a stockholder, you don't want to hear that, you know, you're going to need to sink another $10 billion in five years of the main focus of the company right. into something. Uh, rather than growing your existing revenue model. Right. I think ultimately it'll be a wash in the end. But uh, last I looked, their their stock was down by about 20% over the last two weeks, and a lot of that being negative coverage from some of the things that are almost comical to look at because I'm like, if you ever used it, you know it's not what you think it is. But I wonder. Uh, I also wonder if some of that's coming down to the Zucker boxes that were out there. There's a lot more and more mm-hmm. GOP push for, uh, you know, the, some of this election decertification talks in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and they're saying a lot of it was because of these these states allowing Zucker bucks to go five hundred million dollars to be put into these mostly Democratic run areas to enable these drop boxes. Then you got mm-hmm. Dinesh D'Souza's 2000 Mules movie coming out, video evidence mm-hmm. proof of people putting in these uh, ballots, getting paid for ballots, taking selfies outside of these boxes. I wonder if that has anything to play with that stock price falling. Uh, I, I would say it, probably not. Most investors don't vote with their, their political affiliation. They, they, uh, they, they, they tend to, I'm sorry, with their financial investments, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see. But but we'll but we'll see. You never know. I'm I always say I want to be able to vote online from my couch instantaneously and I want to be able to read the results. Yeah, well, that's gonna be <laughs> scary. <laughs> Too much fraud with that, but I'd rather go back to paper and, and have it take a little longer. All right, hey, good stuff, Nate. Appreciate you coming in. And we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. We'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, consumerqb.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback. Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Call Brandon Rhymes at 813 917 1894. That's 813 917 1894. Online at consumerqb.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.